Welcome to the Monday Night War Stories. Your no Sir crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the human wrestling database, Corey Mack. Hey! He's here. No Sir's living legend, Mike Booble. Hi, everybody. You going to take a bow? No, not this week. All right, we're coming off the heels of... SummerSlam for WWF, and we're finally in Viva Las Vegas for WWE Nitro. We're expecting a Kiss concert tonight. Do we get it? Well, they got it. Well, they got it. We don't, because it's on the network. So, shall we get into the MGM Grand? We should, because the Bright Light City is going to set my soul. Going to set my soul on fire. You know know the first thing they said on commentary, Corey? What? Threw something. It's a city that never sleeps. I was like, that's the wrong fucking city, idiot. <laughs> that's not it. This is Sin City, you dumb moron. <laughs> that would be New York. <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> You're there next week. I mean, like, yes, it doesn't. It's not the nickname. <laughs> Let's start the show off with a recap from last night, bro. God damn it. Of course. Sid's on the loose, guys. As he's going to be attacking everybody in the first hour so he can get to Hogan. It was cool. It was cool. Man. I hope they don't do it again. Yep. So uh, he wants a title shot for Hogan and for that night. However, Hogan goes, you know what, Sting? I'm going to give you a title shot next week. <laughs> then we get a Sid. <clears throat> the main event for last week's show was for the title, championship title, Sid versus Hulk Hogan. Hogan pins Rick Steiner for the win. Correct. Yes. Got it. Well, we get the Nitro Girls star tonight. Uh, commentary team is Tony and Bobby. Every major star has a surrogate jobber. Yep. <laughs> uh, main event uh, for tonight's show is Hulk Hogan versus Sting. They show the photo still. Well, they're really riding that red and yellow wave as much as they can. They, they could. However, Holy st- fuck. However, it's still, they're still calling him Hollywood Hogan. Yeah, get Tony, come on, man. The fuck Vince is like, well, no, no, it doesn't, red and yellow. It doesn't Jesus. help because the fact that it's... Um, it, it says it, though. It's, it's not him saying it. It's the, the photo still. Um, then uh, they, it's a weird cut to uh, Mikey Ripbreck's entrance. My guess, I, my guess is every time there was a word cut, there was a kiss image or video. Or them showing up or That is my guess. Something. I put that in my notes. I think they're showing something about the kiss concert that we're supposed to be saying tonight. Uh, commentary, uh, commentary is talking about who might be in charge of WCW now. I have a question, actually, before you go on. Yeah. It's not the to the extent, but, like, Brian Adams is involved with KISS. Why could they show the Masterpiece stuff and not the KISS stuff? WCW doesn't own that either. I don't KISS know. KISS is a bigger name? I don't know either. At the time, I doubt it. Oh, but, no, but overall in history. But like, it's it's still royalty rights. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't change. Hooty who? I still don't know what the difference is. Hooty who? I think they were performing. They were wrestlers. Because so, we don't see any of it. Does Brian Adams do anything? Like, does, does he do anything? He's with on the at the end of the performance of, and of course, WWE. Everybody. They play God of Thunder on Nitro. Because, <laughs> of course, that's a song Does, they play. And he, there's like a kiss tomb. There's a yeah, tomb. There's a kiss tomb that opens up, and he comes out of it at the end of the uh, performance. 
and that's it. He just like they raises his arms like yeah. yeah! Nothing, ha- nothing happens after that. No, no, no. not with him. Yeah. And they go off the air. Yeah. Um, but I thought God of it, Thunder. It's like it's like when Megadeth was on, and then all of a sudden Goldberg shows up at the end. Yeah, it's that's their their thing now. Um, <coughs> doesn't work. Who do you? Who do you? Who uh, do you? Uh, Tony says that we sh- might be we might find out who's in charge tonight. And once again, of uh, of WWE, I wouldn't hold your breath. Um, Sting gives up the power because he wants to be a wrestler. But however, like a month ago. However, Flair was both president and. Wrestler at the same time, champion too. Yeah, so you know, put your waist thing. You know, we like our uh, consistent storylines here. Yes, sir. So our first match since we cut to Mikey Ripwreck, it's Mikey Ripwreck versus Chase Tatum, Mister ah. Pay Per View versus Guy. <coughs> All right, Guy. Uh, Tatum tries to do a drop hey, kick. That's too. a member of the uh, No Limit Soldiers. Oh, is he? There, that's why. Um, Tatum goes for a drop kick on Mike Ripwreck's knees for some reason. Yeah, That's as high as he can get. That was so terrible. <laughs> he got up and then kicks in his knees. I'm, I'm like, like, what has happened? He doesn't have a lot of hops. I'm like, dude, you lift, bro. Don't do drop kicks. <laughs> yeah. Punch him. What the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> um, for the match, then goes silent for a minute. Uh, a long yeah. fucking minute. That happened I, again. I think they were talking. That had about to this. be kissed because it was silent for a chunk I mean, of time. There's, there's, you know, avoiding lawsuits, but then there's Gene Simmons, um, who will come at you if, like, you know, your tongue happens to be long. So I'm sure they scrubbed anything yeah. that had anything to do with the word kiss. No wrestlers were allowed to kiss on this episode. I bet. Yep. Uh, however, once we get unmuted, here comes Sid with Charles Robinson holding a sign saying "66 No." Uh, Tony says that Sid went to a house show, and that's how he got to this number. God, you bullshit! <laughs> and uh, I would be like, uh, "Which house show was that exactly? Uh, you didn't run." Okay. Uh, Ultimate Pro Wrestling in Sacramento. Mm. Uh, Sid power bombs Mikey Ripwreck, and the ref counts it. So Robinson drops the sign. He has a sixty-seven and no. Sid then power bombs Chase, and then ref counts it, and then Robinson drops the sign. Now it's sixty-eight and zero. Robinson not only cosplays a great player, he's a better Lodi than Lodi. Right? What can't this guy do? <clears throat> uh, I I mean, it's not the worst idea in the world if you're trying to get cheap heat to build up to the Goldberg match that he's fabricating. I mean, to you he's fabricating, but to him he believes these are wins. You know, yeah. I get it. Um, it's not the worst way to go about it. Um. I love Sid here. Just in case you can't count, it's 68-0. and 0. And then he starts to, like, hype himself up, hype himself up by, like, throwing forearms in the air. Like, <laughs> I thought he was having a seizure. Yeah. Um, crowd, feed me more. Uh, crowd chants Goldberg's name, and Sid's like, oh, I can hear you. And this is all for Goldberg. Uh, he will be the Millennium Man, and then he hypes himself up again by throwing those forearms. It's a bushwhacker. <laughs> yep. Bushwhacker Sid. Uh, we cut backstage and we see Kidman running into Kimberly. Want he's an irresponsible <coughs> adult here. Look, I don't know if you took it the wrong way last week, but I was just you know respectfully saying that you know, you're all hot. But I didn't mean cool to, I didn't mean to offend you last yeah, week. Respectfully I mean, saying you look good in reverse cowgirl. I mean, it's all I'm saying. <laughs> um, and she understood, and she said she would go talk to DDP. And then all of a sudden, this is a weird cut. Because here comes Didi, uh, here comes Goldberg entering the arena. We get that now, and then the camera pans over, and DDP is kicking Kidman's ass. Yep. And Goldberg's like, "Hey, you need to knock that off." Haven't heard a word you've said. <laughs> <laughs> 
trying to picture Kimberly in the reverse cow drawing. How's that going for it's you? It's magnificent. Okay. I'm not going to lie. Okay. You know the Holocaust? Picture the exact opposite. Of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fireworks and rainbows everywhere. So, uh, DDP is attacking Kid Men. Goldberg tries to tell him to stop. Bam Bam and Canyon are there, and Goldberg tries to stop until security breaks him up. Oh, way to build Kidman up. Yeah, I was like, hey, quit beating up that kid or I'll beat the shit out of you. Thank God his big brother Goldberg was there to yeah. stop the fight. Hey. Billy Goldberg, got it, yeah. Uh, keep something. your damn hands off him. <laughs> Billy? Hey. <laughs> hey, you. Get your damn hands off, kid. My brother will beat you up. Yeah. Christ. So then the triad then decide to go, out, go down to the ring. Uh, DDP says the uh, the disrespect Kidman did to Canyon, who trained him, and to me, who brought you into this uh, into WCW. I like that part. A little realism. Yep. Uh, do- then DDP brings up Goldberg, saying that he would kick his teeth in. Then DDP challenges Goldberg to a match. DB- DDP says last time they fought, they blew the roof off. Tonight, DDP is going to blow the roof off with Goldberg. Some people saw it. <clears throat> that was a good match. You know, when you saw it eventually. Uh, <laughs> um, Millions did on Nitro. <laughs> my first thought was, uh, so are we building to Goldberg and say, are we building to go? what the fuck is happening? Well, I mean, as you know, there is uh, quite a difference between 69-0 and and 173-0. So Sid needs to prove himself by at least another three weeks before they're ready for that match. So, you know, they have to build uh, to something in between. And, like, and that's what de- that's what DDP is now. The in-between feud. And, and like weekly, these promos get fucking worse. My God, <laughs> they are terrible. You love yep. me. You hate me. Bang. You'll never forget me. I'm trying. Bada bam, bada bing, bada bang. Yep. Your mom is so fat. <laughs> so, speaking of promos. terrible. Here comes, here, speaking of promos. Here comes Sting. Sting has another staring contest with the camera. He's back in black. Uh, camera gets right up his face. As Sting starts the promo, Sting is in the his house. Sting in the his house. He, first, he tells people to suck it yep. to, to watch uh, DX on Raw. Now he's just speaking in Carney on TV. Oh, you didn't know? I, uh, I'm sure it was an awesome promo. All I could hear was the hot production mic that was just right. going off the whole fucking time. I couldn't get over his tizzing in the his house. Yep. I, I have hmm in my notes. It looks like, so awkward. Why uh, is Sting and talking carny? Like, is Sting like auditioning for Filthy Animal? What is happening? <laughs> Sting wants to roll with Ray and Eddie. Sting's like, hootie hoo! <laughs> Sting's a no-limit soldier. Sting's trying to replace Conan and the fucking Filthy Animal. Uh, Sting talks about last week uh, Hogan making him the challenge. Uh, I'll wear a big pot leaf on my face. <laughs> if he comes out next week and says "Orale," I'm gonna fucking lose it. <laughs> Orale. Orale. Uh Sting is keeping it PG by saying, uh, "Hogan, your mouth better not override your butt." Then look, he does the halper <laughs> at the camera. Like, yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. See what yeah, I did? Yeah, I and then all of a sudden, Lex Luger comes yeah, I was out. Say, a music hit, and I was like, I was like, wait a minute. Been a long time. We haven't heard that music since May of '98. It's been about so. Like, and honestly, I was like, "Whose music is that?" <laughs> it was then, Slammer. Yeah, then I'm like, "Oh, it's, it's Luger." Here comes Luger. Uh, he's already down. Already like half. He's already down the Typical uh, ramp. WCW. How many times yeah. have we watched a Nitro where the music doesn't start till they're halfway down the yeah. ramp? 
It happened, uh, what was the, at the, the sort of spring break thing. Yeah. They were in the ring and like, ah, stop the music now. Like, oh. The Wolf Pack. That's right. They're Hogan or, and Nash. Or don't. You know, mm. it's fine. Uh, <laughs> Luger uh, offers Sting a handshake. Bro- Brothers don't handshake. Brothers got a hug. You mean Brizothers? Brizothers, Got yeah. his hug. Uh, crowd chanting Luger's name. You're off. Oh, sorry. No, no. That's, that's, that's later on. Max, sorry. Um, Luger says he's almost uh, back from a recovery. He's in rehab, fixing, uh, doing his arm. He's not in rehab yet. Nope. Uh, he's here to support Sting. Uh, Luger gloats about Sting having his back. When Luger came back, from, came back to WCW, Sting is the only one, only one got stepping the up. Job. <laughs> More and, than had uh, his back, like ten percent of the fucking money. <laughs> uh, Luger says he has a bad feeling about Hogan. He's back in the red and yellow saying that Goldberg oh. is his best friend. Sting is his best oh. friend. Anybody else find it rich that Lex Luger is like, hey, I don't know if I trust this guy. He might turn on you. Yeah, Rodan, I was like, oh, he'll turn. Got it. Okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, Luger says there's a bad smell in there. Guys, let's go back eight months. It's not. <laughs> let's go back to uh, January 4th. NWO Wolfpack Elite. NWO Elite. <laughs> Day. Uh, form. Yes. Luger yep. and Hogan are part of the same team. Uh, you never that. remind me about that. Yeah. You don't worry about that. Part we're... of the same team. Seems to me like we're going back to 95. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have Luger the tweener sting the uh, naive baby face who really, you can't play that naive baby face once you're the crow because no. the crow was a, the crow was the culmination of you Getting burnt so many times, you said, fuck it. I mean, in all honesty, the crow, the crow's only nemesis is Lex Luger. Right, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and outright. And, um, and outright. And I understand he's not high on Berlin either. Yeah. Luger says that. Uh, West Berlin. Yeah. Luger <laughs> says he's known Sting for 14 years and Sting shouldn't trust Hogan tonight. Sting says Hogan gave him gave him the title shot, so he's going to take a chance and face Hogan tonight. To which uh, Luger just goes, "All right, okay, let's, let's, let's go back." Uh, we're I was like, "That's how it ends." Yes, he how, just shrugs and goes, how, "All right, that's how it ends." <laughs> no sell, bro. Uh, we go outside the MGM uh, Grand as today is waiting for Eric Bischoff. Today says the uh, Bischoff might be back in charge of WCW as Bischoff shows up in a Hummer. Tanae asks the Wait, questions. He was driving the Hummer. Was the shuffle all the time? Beep, 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 beep. Yep. What? Well, they just, he came out yeah. of the Hummer. Yeah. Um, I will say this. If you're going to have the long hair back, dye it. Dye it. Yeah. Holy fuck. Like Jay Leno on this motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, Bischoff, uh, Tanae asks the questions. Bischoff says no. Bischoff, uh, Tanae says, well, the internet's saying that you're going to be... In, was, I mean, that was like a softball pitch. And Bischoff's like, oh, well, if it's on the internet. Fuck. So that's, <laughs> that's, he goes, so that's the internet for you. Uh, all this is to me is the countdown. I'm just like, oh, God. Yep. I, I know where we're going. And I simultaneously hate it and love it. Yeah. Um, we're feeling him. So weird. let's go to our second match tonight as it's a road wild rematch as it's the cat with Sonny oh Owen. Oh, my God. Poor bleach in my eyes. <laughs> Versus Buff Bagwell. Cat comes out first and says he's beating everybody here in the back. He beat Buff at the pay-per-view, and Buff still doesn't believe that. So he calls out Buff for the rematch. 
Uh, back and forth match. Cat low blows Buff and then throws him to the outside, and then Sonny Ono starts kicking Buff. Yeah, but then, but then Lex Luger <laughs> comes out and chases Ono around. Yeah, I, in my notes, I just told Corey, I was like, Lex Luger comes out for reasons. I'm guessing it's because <laughs> Ono is Japanese and Luger was having a Yokozuna flashback. <laughs> Either that like, or I could slam him. Oh, I get. It. He's trying to. He's trying to shore up all of his friends. You know, he came out Sting. Yep. You need to be with me. And now it's Bagwell's turn. <sighs> NWO Wolfpack reunion, <laughs> baby. We need, we, need, we need to get the uh, the vaunted WCW babyface team of 1991 back together. Do we? we need Sting, Luger, and Bagwell. Is that Van Hammer then in that group we're, too? We're gonna get Van Hammer to get back to being a babyface. And we're going to find out what the fuck Mark Merrow's doing. Get Johnny B. Bad back in the his house. Not Sable. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> during Luger chasing uh, Ono around, Buff hits a second uh, blockbuster for the win. So once again, the cat does it not get the win over Buff. fucking loses again. Well, you, you have to remember, Buff Bagwell is the pushed commodity, and he's white. I mean, there is that. Uh, so the, the trade-off isn't that his mom shaves his ball hair? That too. That doesn't help. I wonder if she shaves Luger's ball hair. Maybe Buff shaves Maybe that's Luger. why Luger's that's trying to... Luger can't, because Buff shaves his. His mom shaves Buff. Who shaves the taint? Hmm. It's a shave-off. <laughs> uh, we get a promo. Hey, Berlin. Stizzing. He <laughs> is... Uh, Berlin is debuting, ne- debuting next week. Thank God. Yes, he is. Finally, some more talent on the show. So let's go to our next match. DDP with Canyon versus Goldberg. DDP comes out and calls out Goldberg. Anybody else smell a fish when this match came on this early? Without question. (laughs) No bait switch here. What are you talking about? Uh, Goldberg (laughs) does his entrance, and the whole time I'm like, so Bam Bam's coming out. Bam Bam's coming out. Goldberg, Pyro goes off. Goldberg's walking down the hall. Here comes Bam Bam. I'm like, yep, there it is. Hey, maybe, do you guys remember like 10 months ago? When Bam Bam and Goldberg was like the hottest feud in the yep. company, and now he's just the third stool pigeon to DDP to be the backwards like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, what? He hit. Uh, he, Bam Bam hits Goldberg was like some type of trash can something. They had something. No, they did. And then uh, Goldberg decides to go after Bam Bam, and then DDP's on the mic says, "Hey, leave the kid alone. It's me and you now, kid." Biggles older than both of them. Uh, Goldberg <laughs> uh, runs down to the ring, gets in, gets jumped by Canyon DDP. However, then Goldberg spears Canyon. Bam Bam then runs in and sacrifices himself for DDP, and Goldberg spears him. DDP runs off. Goldberg looks into the camera and says, DDP, next week, you're next. Then Nick Patrick comes out because Goldberg leaves and tells him to go in the ring and say that same thing on the mic so the arena like will that? know. Do you like that? Oh, yeah. love it. Um... <laughs> What? God damn it, dude. There is simultaneously so much to unpack there and fucking nothing to unpack there. Right, right. Like, Which may be the best, the biggest WCW, everybody, of them all. We definitely don't bait and switch here. We just promise us Goldberg, and we're not going to do it. We're going to do it next week. Don't worry about it, guys. But hey, make sure the arena knows. Sorry, Vegas, we're doing it in... uh, Union Dell, Long Island. That shithole of a fucking place. We, ga- we gave you that main event, right? We're giving you staying in a. Uh, oh, fuck. Oregon. I forgot. Yeah. Th- this is the building where they had the fucking burner main event a year ago. Yeah. You're they- not getting it again, though. Yeah. Well, half the fucking people saw it because they went up and But you air. get Sting and Hogan. <laughs> then we get the. And Luger's back. And then we get the West Texas Rednecks music video for Good Old Boys. This is a better video, worse song. 
my son has been singing Good the, yep, nonstop. Good. Just around the house. So then, then we get a rigged <clears throat> nitro party. How dare you? Rigged. This this one alone <laughs> looked like. Can we get like eight people to fake a nitro party? Because this is what they did. Because they make it a loady cake. Okay, a loady yeah, this cake. This one was pushing the limits of believability. This was unbelievable. I could not believe this one. I'm like, I just said, what the fuck is this party shit? Nope, this is terrible. So let's go to our next match as it's Hooven Dude Guerrera versus Lenny Lane with Lodi. Hoovy decides to go off where the concert stages are so he doesn't go down that ramp. So the feud continues. <laughs> Best feud in episode. Uh, Hoovy gets on the turnbuckle <laughs> and starts shaking his butt because he's the juice and Lenny's all for it. He's like, oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! And Hoovy's having none of that because gay. Yeah. Ah, gay. Uh, Lenny is holding Hoovy uh, from behind, and Hoovy tries to leave, but Henny, uh, Lenny keeps bringing him in. Oh, like Hoovy doesn't know he's the ultimate twink. Yeah. Uh, Hoovy escapes by how? Oh, low blowing him. Uh, Lenny hits uh, two shoulder breakers and the power slam move. I thought that was cool. Uh, then the crowd starts to chant, You are gay, and the, uh, a hard F. And a hard F. Yeah, 1999. <laughs> Like, he doesn't even acknowledge the chant anymore, which I kind of enjoy. He's just like, okay. He twiddles his hair. You know, he's like, uh, Hoovy uh, does a sunset flip powerbomb off the turnbuckle. And then here comes Sid. Hoovy hits a ho- the Hoovy driver, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to go to the top rope. And he turns, he gets on the top turnbuckle and turns, and there's Sid standing there. I was annoyed. I was like, this was a good match. Yeah. In my notes, I was like, he ruined a good fucking match. God damn it. Uh, Hoovy does a cross body, but the, or jumps at Sid, but Sid just chokeslam him. But do you know why they did it? No. They had Sid interfere in this match, because they don't want to job out Hoovy, but don't really want to push the champ they put the belt on. Uh, Sid power bombs Lenny and Lodi. <sighs> Sid, pi- uh, Sid pins Hoovy and Lenny for to get to seventy. He's seventy and zero. We only put the belt on him because he's gay. And look at that remark from the crowd. You know, <laughs> cheap heat. Yep. Uh, Sid gets a promo time again. Sid says that there's no end to his madness, and he's going to continue doing this. Oh goody! Uh, says no one will stop him. No one has the guts to stop him. Sid goes off about Goldberg and then starts to whisper. Sid starts to chant his own name. Sid. <laughs> Sid, Sid, Sid. Uh, says the crowd's <laughs> going to chant Goldberg's name, but no one will ever remember him. No one will remember Sting. The promo goes for a while, and the best part is he drops, Mike drops, and Lenny and Lodi are still standing there, and the lights went dark, and you, just, you see the spotlight, and you see them laying there for like three minutes. Oh, they made the whole thing by laying there. It's yeah. like, goddamn. They got gianted in Sturgis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So guys, we li- we just list watch the good old boys music video. Yep. So let's have them do a live concert. Nope. Because they did. Fuck. This was bad. Then we get a full concert from them again. Then it's the Nitro Girls, and let's go to our next match. And I think Corey was looking for this one. For this one, it's the first family of Brian Knobs, the Barbarian, humorous. Humorous. Versus the Revolution. Shane Douglas, Dean Malenko, and Saturn. I uh, attempted to knock myself out with a blunt object. How'd that go? It didn't work. No. I just had a headache and had to watch these fuckers wrestle. You missed and you broke your TV, but it was stuck. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, back and forth match. Everybody, everyone gets in their bits. Uh, Everybody walked a dinosaur. K 
chaos at the end of the match. Rick Steiner then comes down, hits a top rope bulldog on Saturn, and Nobbs pins him for the win. Uh, Steiner leaves. The right team went over. I love the fact that Steiner leaves the ring, but he leaves it right in front of the ref. Right in front like, of my God. God damn. Scary, he almost buddy. patted him on the shoulder yeah. on the way by. Hey, I did my spot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and pin now. Um, so, yeah, um, as Tony would say, this is some type of upset. Um, Benoit. Who are you talking to there, Tony? Right. Uh, Benoit gets the, uh, a mic and then challenges Rick Steiner to a match tonight. He puts up his U.S. title. That's not the important one, though. <laughs> the line. He's sick and tired of the politics in the back. Sick and he's tired of all the, the young talent being held back. And then he gives the, the revolution stick. But that is a line they use frequently when they reference the Monday Night Wars. They use that first part of the promo. Yep. That's true. Uh, however, uh, Corey's favorite, Shane Douglas, gets, uh, gets the last say. And it's the, <laughs> new, the new catchphrase of uh, out, out with, with evolution. Uh, in with the revolution. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Corey Douglas. Anybody seen Dick Flair? <laughs> He's we, banging your wife. We get a Berlin promo. He's, he, uh, it's the same one we've seen for weeks now. So let's go to our next match. As ICP with Vampiro versus Rey Mysterio Jr. and Kidman. Well, they figured it out after last week. Like, you know what? We got to keep yeah. in the ring with those guys. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Violent Jade lifts Mysterio in the grill of press and then throws him on uh, on Shaggy Two Dope's knee. That was kind of cool. Uh, Shaggy hits a top rope leg drop on Ray. Ray does a springboard springboard moonsault to the outside on Violent, uh, on, uh, but Violent J was too far out. A little scary spot. Uh, Kidman goes to the top turn- turnbuckle, but Vampiro throws him off. Vampiro gets thrown into Shaggy, and Kidman makes the cover for the uh, win. Uh, Team Deadpool attack Ray and Kidman until Eddie comes out and makes the save, and then Eddie challenges Vampiro. Well, they're not Deadpool anymore. They're just Vampiro and ISP. Yeah, oh. now with, uh, with their main uh, manager, Vampiro. <laughs> All right, checks out. Well, I think it's the shank of the evening. As yeah. it's Maybe. With, they're in Vegas. With Mean Gene, and here comes uh, Hulk Hogan. <sighs> Uh, Gene, Rick Flair. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Gene brings up uh, Lex Luger. Uh, Hogan says he doesn't know what he's talking about. He says uh, he's going to come out. He's going to come out here. He he was going to come out here earlier, but his son Nick called and wanted to know what was happening. And Hogan says that him and Sting are friends, and he won't stab Sting in the back. But when they're they when they're inside the ring together. Is business. You forgot about the part where he said, "No, nasty Nick, you can't borrow the keys." And yes, thank God we're not Blazak guys. I I missed that spot. Still, <laughs> so sister saw it. Probably edited out of the network. Yeah. So that was the whole promo there of him saying he's not a bad well, guy anymore. Almost, and then he swears because Hogan. I want to say my prayers, eat my vitamins, and kick your ass. Whoa, brother! I'm Whoa! Just like, God damn. Sting, and that's the bottom Sting, line because Hulk Hogan said so. Sting edited it himself. If you smell, <laughs> if you smell what the Hulkster's cooking, bra. Have oh, a nice day. by the way, the Hulkster's got two words for you: suck it, doggy style. <laughs> In peace, doggy style. In <laughs> peace. So it's got our seventh. And then he goes like this, and fire shoots out of the. <laughs> Let's go to our seventh match of the Nitro. 
Rick Steiner versus Chris Benoit for the U.S. title. I mean, if you just tell me it's Benoit versus Steiner, and I'm intrigued. Yeah. Because, yeah. well, it's because I'm thinking it'll be stiff. Well, I'm intrigued. They didn't really get there. No, they didn't. Uh, Benoit tries to leapfrog Steiner, but Steiner grabs him as a body slam. St- uh, Steiner picks Benoit upside down and then runs him across the ring and throws him into the turnbuckle. This one was particularly nasty. Yeah. They fight outside. Uh, I love this part of Shiv- uh, Tony yelling at, Hey, Shivani! And then I like, slams Benoit against the guardrail. Hey, Shivani! <laughs> he does it again. Like and Shivani's like, What? What do I do? He walks away. He's like, He's freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Benoit hits the three German suplexes and goes to the top turnbuckle and does a flying headbutt, but Steiner pulls the ref onto him, and Benoit hits the ref. Steiner goes and gets the U.S. belt, but Saturn comes out and attacks Steiner. Sid then comes out and chokeslams Steiner. Sid and Steiner do that double powerbomb Sid. He chokeslams Steiner? Uh, Saturn. Okay. Uh, Sid and Steiner then double powerbomb Saturn. Benoit gets the belt and chases them off. Sid yells in the camera that Revolution are not up to it tonight. <laughs> Benoit gets the mic again. The revolution are tired of the politics, the clicks, and the in the back and the monopolies, uh, the t- the top spots. Benoit says, "Thunder, they were beat them." Sid says that uh, you seem tough for a small guy, but to be a big man, you have to wear the big boots. Then all of a sudden, Benoit starts chanting, "Revolution, revolution, revolution!" No, nope. Out with revolution, and in with. Literally anything else. In with Public Enemy. Got it. Yes. All right. Yeah, I'll go there. Checks out. Let's go to our next match for the WCW Tag Team Championship as it's Ke- Kendall and Barry Windham versus Harlem Heat. Why is uh, it Henning Wrestling? God damn it. Uh, yeah, why is it Henning Wrestling? He should be. My guess is he's hurt again. That's my guess. He's uh, damaged goods. Um, one of my favorite parts is them walking out to the ring and CB Ray looking dead on in the camera going, I hate fruit booties. <laughs> Way to go there. I hate fruit booties. Uh, back and forth match here. Uh, Book T hits a top rope, drop, uh, top rope drop kick on Kendall and goes to the pin, but Barry pulls uh, Stevie. No, oh, Barry's pulling Stevie out, out of the ring, and that's how that that distracts the ref. Um, as that all that's happening, Henning gets in the ring and hits Booker T with the cowbell and puts Kendall over the over Booker T. The ref gets in and counts one, two, three. So your new tag team champions, Barry and Kendall Windham. Yep. Cool. In the year nineteen ninety nine, Kendall Windham is a champion in WCW. I. I love of all the weapons that heels cheat with. You can't hear the cowbell, right? Like, what the f- what? Because we need more cowbell. Um, in real time, I was like, Kendall Windham, huh? Interesting. You got Kurt Hennig and Bobby Duncan right there, and Barry Windham's champs with his. I mean, maybe it's the whole like, okay, you get to be champs with your brother, and also uh, Harlem Heat. What are we doing? Wow, you know, eight-time champs is cool, but ten sounds better. Can't get the ten without nine, I guess. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, Me thinks this won't be a long reign. Me hopes Uh, it's not. 
I got flashbacks to four years earlier when Harlem Heat had just won the titles back from Nasty Boys. And then that week on Saturday night, lost to Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater. And at the time, I was like, well, that will not be a long title run. <laughs> and it wasn't. And that's what I got with this one. I was like, you know, this is, that's what's going to happen here. Especially, and it's weird because if, we're, if we go back to last week's Thunder, then the first family challenged Harlem Heat to a tag title match for the following Thursday. So let's see what happens on Thunder upcoming on the midweek war stories we get a promo for berlin it's the same one they are pubbing that guy they only made one yeah so let's go to our next match vampiro versus eddie guerrero uh before the match they bring up that there's a nitro girl contest starting or ending next week one of the two um a back and forth match here between the two uh eddie hits a uh, super suplex and then goes for the frog splash icp comes out eddie jumps at icp but eddie slips and hurts his left leg purposely or that was an accident is there no um vampiro then starts to attack the left leg that's why i'm questioning it uh, that Violent J gets on the apron, distracts the ref as Shaggy gets on the other side of the apron. Vampiro lifts Eddie up in the air, and Eddie and Shaggy collide. Vampiro then pins Eddie off of that. ICP and Vampiro attack Eddie until Ray and Kidman come out and make the save. We get the Nitro Girls. And let's go to our main event. This Nitro flew by because of... The Kiss concert that we never got, and anything that mentioning Kiss, we never got. Oh darn! So we for the man. I was made for loving you, baby. You were made for loving me. Sounded like you wanted some Kiss, so I thought I would. That's one of my favorite songs. But your look begs to differ with what I thought. That's one of my favorite Kiss songs. Yeah, I mean, Hmm. I I can name one Kiss song. I want to rock and roll. There it is. I like to rock and roll part of the day. (laughs) I'm ninety-four. I'm sorry. Part of every day. I like to rock and roll all night, but I don't like to party early morning. Um, Unlike Kiss, I need sleep. Well, they don't. They don't because they need cocaine. Yes, sir. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. So the main event, it's Sting versus Hulk Hogan for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. We get the buffer intro because we're in Vegas. Yeah, I literally fast forward about seven minutes through all the intro because I was like, nope, not doing that. Uh, Both men shake hands before the match. uh, They start the matchup with them. Hardaway's crew title? (laughs) Uh, They start the matchup by locking up and then running into, uh, pushing each other into corners. Uh, Hogan and Sting try to roll each other up. They fight outside and they go to the announce table. Hogan picks up Sting and gently sets him on the announce table and throws some punches. So gently. Uh, Sting puts Hogan in a long headlock. Uh, That's when the match finally starts to pick up. Uh, Sting hits a stinger splash and goes for another, but Hogan boots Sting. Then Rick and Sid run down and attack both men. Who Who didn't see that coming? Goldberg comes out and makes the save. Then Luger runs down too. Hogan tells uh, Luger that you can trust him. Hogan tells uh, Sting, well, since this was a shit show, I'll give you a rematch next week on on Nitro. I, I love that Hogan, and, and only Hogan can get away with this. Uh, Hogan goes, you can trust me, Luger. And then that goes, and 
immediately just talks shit about Luger to Goldberg and Sting right there in the ring. Uh, what's with that guy? I don't really trust him. Just like, he's in the ring still. <laughs> like, only Hogan's character can get away with that. Hogan's like posing with the, it's like, as God is my witness and this belt, I won't backstab you, Sting. Uh, then Hogan, uh, so Hogan's going to give Sting another title shot for next week on Nitro. Then uh, Hogan tells let Luger and Goldberg will keep people out to make this match clean. And then Hogan starts to pose, and they try to have Goldberg do it, but right, Goldberg uh, Goldberg's never did, seen a Hulk Hogan did not compute in his life. He couldn't even figure this part out. Uh-uh. I get, you know, you may not be a fan of the business where you get in, but Come on. it's Hulk Hogan's shtick. Hulk Hogan's so, shtick, bro. Everybody can do that. Even just by... Well, David Flatter couldn't do it either. Even just by being in the same company as him for a year, you should have that part figured out. And yet, David Flair. David yeah, Flair couldn't even do a woo. So... Yeah, he did screw up a woo. Yeah. It's amazing. That fucking guy sucks. All right, let's move Fuck on. It's not even on TV and you're talking shit about it. I forgot. Yeah. Fuck you, David Flair. <laughs> like, never forgot. I'm did tonight, but David Flair. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a retroactive motive. Fuck you. <laughs> so let's move on to Monday Night Raw, August 23rd, 1999. Iowa State. Ames, Iowa. Yeah. Because Ames, Iowa. Uh, we get start the show off with photo stills of SummerSlam, the main event. Mankind winning the title, Triple H attacking. I'm getting pissed off again, just you running down. <laughs> Austin off the match. So let's go to the ring with JR <laughs> as JR is introducing the new heavyweight champion, Mankind. However, Triple H music hits and he storms down to the ring. Triple H says, there won't be any celebrations tonight. He's been screwed a million times. Last night was another one. Triple H is pissed off. Uh, Triple H talks about uh, how the bar is always raised on him, and he goes above it. Triple H believes that people were scared that he won't, he, that he would succeed, that he would be the man. I uh, am uh, the bar. Uh... No, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Triple H says that uh, he had the title in his hands last night, but mankind stole it. And it's a bunch of bullshit. <gasps> he said a swear. I love the fact that it didn't get edited. Uh, Triple H says that he Chris wasn't on there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Triple H says that he crippled Stone Cold last night. Uh, Triple H insults Stone Cold, and Jared's like, yeah, I've had enough, and he tries to start leaving, and Triple H grabs Jared and's like, what, are you mankind and Stone Cold's boys, huh? Uh, are you enjoying this, that I got screwed again? Um, well, well, yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact, yeah. That's good business. Oh, well, he's uh, yeah, he was he was shaking his head no. So the what does Triple H do? He grabs JR by the arm and puts in an arm bar and tells mankind to get the hell out here or he's gonna break his arm. Didn't uh, he do this four months ago? With the man, rock? Mankind did Shane. Oh, that's right. That's what uh, so mankind runs down and as he's running down the aisle, Triple H says, hey, that's good enough. Triple H says, I want a title shot, and he want uh I want it tonight. I want my shot. I want my title. Mankind says, all you got to do is ask. Don't threaten JR. So Mankind agrees to this match. Triple H verifies it. Yeah, we got a match, right? Yeah, we do. So Triple H says, all right, good. I'm still doing it. And he breaks JR's arm. Well, well, watching it live, it's like, uh. One, two, three. There it is. (laughs) So... It's a delayed compound fracture. Yeah, took a while. So I'll be uh, I'll be uh, honest here. That spot 
traumatized me as a kid. Like, just... I wasn't going to let anybody chicken with me. <laughs> so what they did So what they did was, it was an arm bar, and then when Triple H breaks his arm, he lets, he straightens the arm out and, like, just, like, nudges him on, like, the fore, on the shoulder, and, like, then JR sells it, which he did. And as a, uh, like, 12-year-old, that traumatized me. Yeah. No, it's, uh, as JR called it, it was a pretty good piece of business. Uh, Mankind runs in and checks on JR, and he says, all right, the match is off. You broke, you broke your promise. You, I you, love that part. That's like, fuck like, you then. Like, why hasn't a babyface ever done that before? Right. Like, everyone else was like, oh, so now, you know what? Now it's revenge. Now it's, no, I love this. Man, oh, fuck it, eh? Give fuck it you then. Nope, match is not happening. You broke your promise. You broke like, what? God damn it. <laughs> so Triple H is like, no, no, no. Well, here comes Shane McMahon. Shane says, mankind has to keep his promise. So Shane orders uh, Mick to defend his title tonight against Triple H. So, main event, Triple H versus mankind for I the mean, title. Who didn't see that coming last night? Yep. People who didn't watch it. That's true. Uh, we we see we come back from commercial and we see backstage that mankind is just watching Jared getting the ambulance and Jared got to give that thumb uh, thumb up. I'm good, pal. So tonight, guys, we got the Acolytes versus Big Show and Undertaker for the tag titles. Mankind versus Triple H for the heavyweight championship. The Rock versus Gangrel. I'm good to see that role. The Rock is on is continuing. <laughs> And we get an update. Or we get an update on the condition of Stone Cold. So let's go to our first match of the night, shall we? It's for the Hardcore Championship, as it's Road Dog versus Al Snow. Uh, hey guys, uh, WWEF. Looks like they have a new uh, ring announcer. Yeah, cool. <sighs> Was she fucking terrible? <sighs> might or come up. what? I might come up later. Holy <laughs> fuck! <laughs> This was fucking abysmal. Lillian Garcia. Her debut. Almost 20 fucking years, huh? And holy yep. guacamole. She coming out next. One, two, three. Party. You know, she... Uh, um, Al Snow sneaks text Road Dog. Snow puts Road Dog on a table. And uh, Al Snow tries to use the ladder, so he tries to, like fall with the ladder however the ladder slips this look this is brutal and road yeah. dog moves and yeah like jesus um snow ate shit uh y2j music hits and he comes down and gets into it with road dog they fight all the way up to the stage boss man then comes down and hits al snow with the nightstick boss man then kidnaps pepper we cut backstage and we see jericho and road dog continue to fight Rodog throws Jericho into a cage wall, and if I don't know if you guys noticed, but when the cage came down, like the set, the cage came down and it hit uh, Chiota in the face. Yeah, in the yeah, that face. Was, that was brutal. Uh, uh, Bossman walks past them with Pepper and gets in the car and drives away as we see Al Snow giving chase. Not Pepper. So, uh, Bossman has Pepper to use her. Bossman has Sergeant Pepper. Okay, <laughs> speaking my language. <laughs> Uh, we see Al Snow uh, come back from commercial. We see Al Snow looking for Pepper. Well, you know. Check next to the salt. Yeah. So let's go to our... 
Let's go to our next match, shall we? The Acolytes versus Undertaker and Big Show with Paul Bear for the WWF Tag, Tag Team Championships. Kane and Xbox come down and join commentary. And they show us photo stills of the match. My favorite part of Kane and Xbox on commentary is that Kane has a headset on. <laughs> Just the same yeah, I'm like, thing. what's with you? And they make him sit next to Kane. And I love the fact during the whole time, King's like, so you're going to say anything? No? Burnt face? Like, hey, burnt face, you're going to say anything? He's like, hey, hey, ask him questions, Cole. Uh, 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 Cole, ask him a question. Fucking goddamn Waltman's like, King, keep talking. I'm going to give Kane a reason to burn your ass. Yeah. You know, Kane, you got any words for this? What about your brother, huh? <laughs> um, it reminds me, when he's not devolved into the puppy bullshit, Lawler is... Has the, heel. He it's has the so capability good. of still being a really good color mm-hmm. guy. It's just they've, yeah, much like everyone else, he had a character to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradshaw hits uh, Big Show with a top rope shoulder tackle. Um, Undertaker throws Farouk onto the uh, announce table, and Farouk then takes a swing at X Pac and Kane, so they get up and beat up Farouk. It's an all out brawl. Big Show then choke slams X Pac. Undertaker hits Kane with a chair. Undertaker and Big Show get up. Get to the top of the ramp as Undertaker is just yelling at Big Show. And, um, yeah. I need to have that evil mentor, right? I was thinking about maybe uh, you could mentor Joe like that. <laughs> I'll, Please. Be, I'll be Taker and you. I just already assumed him and Devin had that kind of relationship. I just couldn't figure out which one was no, Taker. They have a yeah. Lenny and Lodi. Oh, they have a Lenny and Lodi. My bad. Yeah, we're brothers, duh. <laughs> uh, we see backstage with Tess. Yeah, of course. What do the guys say? Yeah, Tess has a surprise for Stephanie. Boy, this um, is going really fast now in this storyline. Well, it really is. As now we, that I beat the shit out of your brother. Is it anal? Is that the surprise? Yes, <laughs> yes it is. It. Yep. Well, then we get a promo here. You mean you, you're going to have him propose before it's, anal? <laughs> it's not how it's done in the real world, pal. Um, so, uh, let's do this God promo. Approves. Promo comes up. Uh, three nights ago, two sports entertainers disappear in the woods near Ames, Iowa, while shooting a documentary. Mm-hmm. Yesterday afternoon, the footage was found. The Blonde Bitch Project. As it's Stevie Richards and Blue Meanie. Um, Meanie's saying they have the, hi- they, there's a history about the blonde bitch, and they want to go into the woods and find her. So it's the Blair Rich Project. You just gotta look. <laughs> Why does she always come out at the wrong time? That, Produ- was, that was sheer disappointment. The, the producer comes he didn't, out. He didn't book it. The producer comes out to eating ass and then the blonde bitch. <laughs> Not at the same time. It fits out his way. Uh, Jesus this, Christ. This, this was beyond terrible. Yep. Uh, so basically... I mean, Blair Witch was red hot. Oh, yes, it was. And I um, loved that movie. Vince Russo loved Stevie Richards and Blue Meanie as a comedy angle in ECW. He's not wrong about that. They were fantastic. Yeah, he's not wrong about it. Uh, And any time, especially the summer of 99, that the WF can poke fun at the blonde bitches that used to work there, Sable, Sonny, they were going to. That's what all this is. Uh, it was so bad, however, yeah. it was scrapped after this. Oh, we don't, we don't get a, a follow-up? No, if I remember, no, because it was supposed to be on SmackDown. Yeah. 
and I don't think they wait till the next week. I no. think this is it. This is it was so bad. They just yeah. yeah they they said that it should be the next like second coming would be on SmackDown, which we'll find uh, out in the midweek stories. At least Vince was good for something, man. They were relevant pop culturally. You know, and, and say what you want about him, but that's the only time they were relevant pop culturally. Uh, and Blue Meanie is not long for the company, anyway. Gasp. He's on his way out. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Well, I think the only only funny promo about Blue Meanie. The uh, with Blue Meanie is when in ECW when he uh, got the cops called on him because he was naked at a uh, at a kids park, and oh, they're it, wondering what the hell he's doing. He's like, I'm, I'm cutting a promo for my job. The two the two of them together on ECW TV was fucking fantastic. Uh, whether it was them portraying the Blue Bloods of Regal and Eaton, or uh, Kiss. Or just anything. The Dudleys. Just whatever it was that made Raven pop, basically. The whole point was to make Raven pop. If it made him pop, it made air. And uh, they would just do the most ridiculous shit just coming out. Oh. Also, Blue Meanie is covered in paint. <laughs> and he has like a doll covering his crotch in this yeah. promo. So let's get let's move on to some photo stills of SummerSlam. It's the lover-lever match between Test and... Shane McMahon. Dude, that shot of him doing the elbow is so fucking cool. Yeah. So this leads out Test as uh, Test. It says there are times in a man's life where they have to ask the question or sometimes pop them. Uh, uh, what's going on here? Uh, Stephanie, can you come out to the ring? Stephanie comes down. However, Shane runs down and goes, Hey, man, you've gone way too far here. You haven't even done anal yet. Yeah, <laughs> done anal. <laughs> Dad hasn't watched. Has she eaten ass yet? <laughs> Shane says that Tess is going to ruin her life. Shane says that... Uh, I mean, hindsight. <laughs> Shane, says, Shane says if you want to have anal with her, you have to get past... It. Wait, if he wants to get with Stephanie, he has to get past his Dude, dead if body. If you want to be her lover, you have to get with her friends. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, Stephanie grabs the mic and uh, <laughs> begins to berate Shane, saying, like, Shane Spice? The worst acting in yeah. the history of television. Well, you know. Holy God. I love him. So, what does Test do? But Shane, I love him. <laughs> I am in love with Test. I mean, Andrew. I know. Uh, Test then. He has a big dick. Test then proposes to Stephanie. Stephanie says, I love you. But I need time. Oh, what every guy hates to hear in that question. Okay, let me ask you a question. Mm. You're going to propose to somebody. Yep. And you've got experience in that. Yeah, you were there. Uh, yeah, I oh, was a big, I was a big part of it. Uh, you pop the question. Yep. What's worse? Mm-hmm. No? Or, mm, I might need some time to think about the that. The time, I'd rather have the no. Yeah. I wonder if they knew that. Coming into this, it made it. It made her seem so bad. It. I mean, if, I mean if it, it's on brand for her, I mean, but uh, yeah, that's not wrong. Uh, yeah, I really got to think about it for like. While. Damn, dog! <laughs> like all this shit, really? Nothing. He, he literally went through hell for you, and you're like, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you. Fuck, dude. I'd be like, mm, about about that. I take it back. Uh, <laughs> is Tori hitting the company yet? Where's Tori yeah, at? We're, Where's Tori? Where's that bush? <laughs> Joking, careless. Joe's was like watching football shit. You know, what the hell's going on? Football. No. No, I... Uh, ball, ball. Her, her saying I love you, that's a, that's a 
kick to the balls. I love you. I really I mean it. I mean it. So then she leaves, and then I love this part here of she leaves and chains on the ramp and has a little smirk to his face, and Tess is just seeing right through him. And I love that part. I'm like, yep. you fucker. Like, oh, my God. If I could murder you, I would. He could have, though. He tried. He tried. It's been all summer. <laughs> but I just, like, I just like the smirk Shane had. It's like, I got you again. Yeah. Such a cocky prick. She's thinking about it. Yeah. Because Dad always told us. Never say yes until we, you do we go. Other. We go backstage with Jericho so and I got Linda. <laughs> we go backstage with Jericho and Fink. Jericho wants to know how Edward would just stand around and let Road Dog beat him up. <laughs> Jericho needs a warrior to fight for him. Oh my god! Uh, so Fink says, "Looks like Fink has an idea because he starts to rub the cheek like hmm." Then we get a promo with Jeff Jarrett with Deborah and Mark Henry. Jarrett says, hey, Mark, thank you for beating up D'Lo. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you the European Championship. How do you feel about that, Corey? <laughs> oh, I fucking hate <laughs> he that. He raised both hands up going, I got something. I got a couple things here. Yeah. One, I fucking hate that. Oh, that belt looks really important now. Here, thanks, thanks for turning on me. Yeah, with that belt. Here, just have this. I don't know if I want it. Uh, can, I, can I recreate the iconic ring introduction that these three got? Yes, of course. <clears throat> Lillian uh, Garcia, by the way. Yes. <sighs> Introducing the World Wrestling Federation Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett, along with Deborah and the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. Sexual chocolate. Oh, yeah. Sexual chocolate. That's what I meant. Not world strongest man, but sexual. Yeah. yeah. Mark Henry. Mark I mean, Henry. I was like. I was like, she doesn't know anything about inflection. Like, you emphasize certain words, uh, mainly the last name. And also Mark. intercontinental. Yeah. Mark Henry. You I, felt, like, mm. I, felt, I felt like yeah. she uh, imp, like she did like the intercontropean. Yeah. Intercontropean. Uh, like she forgot the names of the belt. Also, uh, as they were being terribly introduced... Uh, they said there were tickets still available for the house show tomorrow in Kemper Arena. Yep. In Kansas City. Yep. Which is SmackDown. But. It's a SmackDown. I always thought it was weird that they never uh, advertised the yeah. fact that that Tuesday taping. Taping. is SmackDown. It's just a house show. Like it's, they, it's they call it a house show. Because, and I get it, they want you to believe SmackDown's live. Yeah. Without ever saying it. But, so but like, you could probably get some more in. It's in, like... Oh, they're they're already, huh? Hmm. All right. Um, More on that later. So uh, Jarrett gives Deal uh, Mark Henry the European Championship. I love the fact that Henry tries to put the belt around his waist. Man, what a prestigious belt! That European uh, title. Well, yeah. Think about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. It's a Shane retires time. it. Uh, Midian grabs it out of Shane's belt, and he's champ. Let's go back even further. Yeah, please. They gave it to Ben. Sean just has a fake. I mean, we talk about the finger poke of doom, but we all remember Sean losing to Triple H for the European title, don't we? And then later on, uh, Owen Hart beats Goldust, dressed as Hunter Hearst Thompson, to win the belt. Yep. And then Shane just retires it and then gives it to Midian, who was looting through his bags. <laughs> yep. And now he just hands it to Mark. This is the most worthless fucking belt in the history of the company. But it does look pretty, though. 
Yeah, it's a nice looking belt. Mm-hmm. All right. But um, yeah, so damn Jarrett. Yeah, so Jarrett has a surprise for Henry, gives him the European Championship, and he has a surprise for Deborah. Oh. Got her. Excuse me. <laughs> he has a surprise for Deborah, and it's a assistant. Here comes Miss Kitty. Puppies and kittens. Puppies and kittens. Uh, Lawler uh, can't control himself. Or I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. As uh, probably should have hindsight being twenty twenty. Yeah, turns yeah. out. Uh, Jarrett calls himself the greatest intercontinental champion, and he, he, since he is that good, he's going to have an open challenge to anybody in the back. Again, not a not a heel tactic, but all right. But first, the, uh, Mark Henry, <laughs> right? Go, that's not very heelish. It's not. But hey, Mark Henry, go beat up meat. Since <laughs> that's go who, beat your meat. <laughs> go beat Do it, Mark. Don't, don't gotta tell sexual chocolate twice. So Mark Henry's going to be taking on meat. However, we cut backstage and D'Lo Brown's already pounding that meat. <laughs> I mean, attacking meat backstage. Using two hands to beat the fuck out of that meat. He's You're sho- looking at the real deal now. He's shoving it against that wall. Oh, damn. So then, D'Lo, <laughs> the D'Lo comes out, and then here's our match. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, here's our match, Mark Henry versus D'Lo Brown. There's a spot in this match that D'Lo, Mark just throws D'Lo in the air. Well, because he can. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, D'Lo hits the frog. Bad, Joe. You bore me. Yeah. Uh, D'Lo hits the frog splash on Henry, but Jarrett comes in and tries to attack D'Lo, but D'Lo punches a Jarrett away, and that's how the match ends. Cool. Yeah. Let's go backstage with Mr. Ass as he's looking for a pin because he's going to sign for that open uh, contract for that Intercontinental Championship. But China comes in and uh, Billy asks for a pin, but she's like, "No, I don't got one." And he goes, hey, save my spot. I mean, we've got a pin. And she, he leaves. China pulls a pin out of her, ja- her top. Her tatas. Tatas. And it's she it's signs it. The titty pin. Then we see The Rock headed to the ring. What a lying bitch she is, by the way. Right? Uh, we, uh, we see The Rock headed to the ring. Uh, then we see Mr. Ass looking for China since he just yeah, found He calls out. her a bitch. Hey, bitch. The uh, Rock looking thrilled. For the second night in a row for the action he's about to receive. Yes, because our next match is The Rock versus Gangrel with the new brood. Rock jumps Gangrel on the ramp. This is basically a squash match. Gangrel, uh, it, it isn't, though. It's, well, well, it... It should have been. It should have been. It was good. It was, it was a squash match until Gangrel gets some offense when Jeff distracts the ref and Matt helps. Jeff runs the barricade and clotheslines The Rock. Edge and Christian come out and chase off the Hardys. I love that part, by the way. So, like, they're doing that, and uh, it's clear that Edge is the much better athlete than Christian because he leaves Christian in the fucking dust. Yep. Come like, Christian, you want to... A little bit, we got to show it. We're going here. Can you, can you get it going, please? <laughs> Edge is like, yeah. Jesus. Uh, Rock, Rock wins with the Rock Bottom and People Zobo. Not to put anybody else in this match, down, Because I like them all. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the six of these guys... Well, no, you got to be thinking, God, what the fuck is The Rock doing? One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> right? yep. It's like, uh, okay. It's like Hulk Hogan taking on the first family over on Nitro. <laughs> don't don't put that on. <laughs> That's right. Don't, My bad. Why are you going to put that in the universe? Now we're get Hulk Hogan <laughs> yeah. and Lightning Foot Jerry Flynn. <laughs> not Jesus. Hogan might quit if they book him in a fucking if, match with Jerry Flynn. If you, if you put Creative this in doesn't the, work for me, bro. If you just put this in the air and we get Hogan versus the Dungeon of Doom Part 2. 
Hey, I'm all for that. My bad. Yeah. I, I apologize. You're giving us like the three stages of hell all over again. I said no war games, but there's going to be a three-tiered cage. Yeah, three-tiered Hogan game. versus all the hills. Do we get Hogan versus Brian Nubs? No, we don't. It's Thank Hogan God. and his best friend Sting versus the entire dungeon. And Arn and Luger and Luger's there because Arn eats the pen. <laughs> Luger's there, just you know, We're playing both sides. Yep. Uh, Rock gets the mic and Rock makes fun of Triple H for whining and bitching about the championship. Uh, Rock says that every, everything, everything about that number one contendership from last week is just uh, cow shit. Uh, the crowd wants it, and the Rock wants to put his uh, hands on that title. Um, so it sounds like the Rock's gonna go wants that number one contendership. As he should, because he's the I mean, Rock. Yes, but he, even I think he's slumming it the last two days. I don't know what was going on here. Uh, we we go backstage and we see Fink pacing back and forth, saying that he's a warrior and he can do it. Uh, we go with Kevin Kelly and Tori. Tori says that Ivory has a fetish for her for taking her clothes off, and she wants to strip Ivory for that title. So on SmackDown upcoming this Thursday. She challenges Ivory to an evening gown match. Sure, your penis thrilled. Yes. Uh, we get a. Um, we go to the ring, uh, ringside, and all of a sudden, the Ultimate Warrior music hits. And people are like, "What?" <laughs> and, but it's not the Warrior. It's Harold Edward the Fink. <laughs> it's a Warrior. As Fink runs down. And he's doing the art, the rope shakes and everything. That's amazing. F- he's got the rope shakes. Uh, Fink says that Chris Jericho here is to, is here to save us. <laughs> yeah. the, there are simpletons that don't understand that. Fink calls out the Road Dog and wants to show Road Dog what uh, Y2J is all about. Road Dog comes out. Road Dog thinks he's uh, Fink's joking. Fink says Road Dog is a joke, and Fink is mad as hell, so he shoves the Road Dog. <laughs> Road Dog laughs it off. Fink shoves him again. Road Dog grabs Fink's by the sweatshirt. Then Jericho's music hits and the lights go out and they come back up. And Jericho sinks attack uh, Road Dog from behind. Still Fine. a lot of match. Finally, a feud at least. But no match. No match still. Uh, we see backstage as we see Al Snow talking to himself. Uh, Mr. Ass is still looking for China and walks into the locker room, runs into Triple H and says, uh, Triple H says, she's not here. And Billy leaves and he's like, you know, you're lucky she's not. (laughs) So then we go to Kevin Kelly with Hardcore Holly. Wait, so is Billy Gunn turning face? Yes. I don't know. Uh, we see Kevin Kelly with Hardcore Holly. Holly says that Crash thinks that he is the true super heavyweight. Um, Holly has an open invitation for a super heavyweight match, I guess, against Crash. It wasn't really, they really didn't like specify. By invitation only. You have to be a super heavyweight, which means only Crash. So Crash got it. Um, Holly tells Kelly if he sees uh, Crash, tell him to nut up or shut up. And then we go straight to Crash Holly coming out (laughs) to the ring. And then it, then hardcore Holly comes out. So our next match is the I Holly love, Cousins. So he comes out to the same music, right? But they just yeah. don't. They just the music just continues to play. I love that. It's I love so that. So awesome. I love that part. Uh, they fight through the crowd. They head backstage and throw each other into the walls. They fight outside, and then the camera stops. Um, Kevin Kelly uh, says that uh, the news about Stone Cold is bad. Uh, Stone Cold has a severe tendon and ligament damage. Mankind shows up. Uh, Mankind says taking out Austin was a dumb idea. The guy practically funded my retirement. 
Uh, Triple H attacking uh, Jarrah was a bad idea He because he loves when Jarrah calls his matches, so he's going to get revenge on Triple H. We see Al Snow crying and sitting backstage. Uh, Undertaker and Big Show come out and get on headset. They take the headsets from Cole because they're going to be on commentary, but it's going to be Paul Bear as well, so it's a four-man commentary. So our next match is X-Pac and Kane versus Midian and Viscera. Uh, Taker says that Midian and Viscera are disciples of the Undertaker. So we're no longer the uh, ministry, but we're just going to be disciples. Uh, Acolytes come at the... Come down, I love, and I gotta say, I got, I love the commentary in this match with Paul Bear and Taker. Paul Bear, who, who, who the, what the hell are these guys doing down here? Uh, Taker, phony, tough, and crazy brave. Um, uh, Paul Bear calls them. I call them the Alkylites. <laughs> See what you did there. Um, Undertaker saying during the match, I taught Kane everything he knows, but not everything. Uh, Paul Bear. Well, you know, I made him. <laughs> that was a good line. Um, it's a, and, uh, at one point, King is like, "Why are they out here?" Tigger's like, "They'll stay over there. So they know what's good for him." And walk, walk over here. Yeah, I told you, I'm loving everything about this act. Um, Paul Bear is so underrated when you give him a chance to just do this mm-hmm. instead of be Paul Bear. Yeah, uh, so good. Um, I'm watching him in world class right now, managing Rick Rude in '85. He's so good. Kane gets advantage, uh, gets starts attacking Viscera, and Undertaker's like, "Don't worry, it's just a spurt. It won't last long." <laughs> Acolytes attack Kane while Xbox Bronco busting Midian, and Viscera then splashes Xbox and then hits a big splash on Xbox for the win. So an upset, Midian and Viscera defeating Xbox and Kane. Yeah. Uh, after the match, Undertaker's like, "Look at him. He's cr- uh, at Kane. Like, look at him. He's crying. That's not my flesh and blood." Like I, 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 I love the four man con- like because, like they're making fun of Cole the whole time. Like Cole, you come say anything, you know. And Big Show <laughs> says things here and there, but it's just like Paul Bear's like, look, it's the Alkylites. and I love out of that line of him like, you know, uh, Taker like I taught I taught Kane everything. We're not everything. And Paul Bear, well I made him. Nah, I made him. <laughs> I just wish he would have actually said he's the fruit of my loins. Yeah. Damn, I didn't uh, know. That disturbing of an image. Yeah, we uh, we see that it looks like Mr. Ass is headed to the ring. Thinking about Paul Bearer's loins. Yes. Yeah. At all uh, times of the day. We see uh, Howard. Uh, we see Howard and Jericho, and uh, Fink wants to know what he thought of how he did. And Jericho says, "You need some work." Uh, Jericho wants Fink to work on it, and we uh, we could call SmackDown Fink Down, <laughs> since Raw is Jericho. <laughs> Raw is Jericho oh, and Fink Down. So Mr. Ass comes out and calls out China, saying that they have had a misunderstanding. China comes out. China, Gun thinks that China is playing a joke on him for signing for that contract. I just thought of something real quick. Yeah. I don't give the guy a lot of credit, so I'm going to now. Ooh. Good on Vince Russo when Jericho comes in, and I know Vince doesn't know a lot of shit, and you want to put the best foot forward, so you copy the... Uh, most successful, most over part of his WCW gimmick, which is the inept, clueless uh, underling. Yep. You can't, you don't have uh, Ralphus, but you got Fink. You got Fink, man. So to redo that with a new audience, smart. Yep. I love it. I love it. 
Um, so Gun thinks China's playing a joke on him. China says no. He's thinking of uh, why is he sexist? Does he think oh she can't be serious about challenging for a man's She's belt? Just a woman. Gun wants China to give him the title shot, or he'll take it. Basically, it's like it's a tamer version of what Triple H was doing to China last week. Uh, China says, fine, we'll have a match. And so they're talking. Jarrett runs down and blasts China with the guitar. And then Billy tells her to suck it. Miss Kitty tries to give uh, Jarrett another guitar. However, Gun steals it and blasts Jarrett with that guitar. Then we get a recap of uh, Triple H breaking JR's arm. Shane making the main event. So, let's talk about our main event. Buffer intro. No buffer intro. Thank God. For the WF Championship, it's Triple H versus Mankind. Rock comes down and joins commentary. Uh, Shane says, uh, comes down and he's the special guest referee. Rock, hey, who's booking this crap? Why is the Rock facing Billy Gunn, Gangrel? What's next? The Rock will be facing the Brooklyn Brawler. At least they're, they're pointing it out. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, Mankind uh, covers Triple H at one point in this match, but Shane is too busy yelling at The Rock, and Rock's like, what the fuck's this kid looking at? Uh, Mankind grabs Mr. Sacco and puts it on Shane. Mankind then throws Shane over the top rope. China comes down, and but Mankind puts Mr. Sacco on her. Mankind hits the double-arm DDT, but there wasn't a ref, so here comes good old Earl. He runs down, but Triple H kicks out at two. Uh, Triple H throws Mankind into China, who does a hip toss, and Mankind lands his leg that on the still steps. So fucking brutal. Oh, I hate when he does that move. God. Uh, man, Triple H throws Mankind on the announce table as The Rock yells, you just spilt soda on my shoes, my $600 pair of shoes. Uh, all the whining Triple H has did, he should be going for the women's title. Uh, Triple H throws Mankind into the post. Mankind gets uh, hit by a high knee. By Triple H, The Rock's laughing, saying, Mankind sucks. Babyface Rock. China distracts the ref, and Shane gets up and hits Mankind with the chair, but has no effect. Effect. So Triple H blasts Mankind in the head with the chair, and then, Man- then Triple H turns around and baseball swings The Rock with the chair. Shane then throws Mankind into the ring and knocks out the ref. Triple H pedigrees Mankind. Shane with the one, two, three. So your new WWF champion, Triple H. Should have happened 24 hours ago. Kind of underwhelming. So, I didn't mind this match. This was actually a pretty good match for For what it was. was, But for what it was for, I hated it. Yeah. Exactly. Like I hate the reason that we had to have another match to get the title to somebody who is deserving it at this point. Instead of, you know, uh, tr- go back to the pay-per-view war stories, find out what we thought. So, we end the show with Triple H being held up by Shane. One of those iconic shots you see in the montages and stuff. Well, it's raw, so they gave us some extra attitude and... I don't know how <laughs> it. It was just mankind trying to get a handshake out of the rock for five minutes. Well, and the rock finally doing it first. Um, and the extra attitude is Triple H and celebrating on stage. Triple H goes back to the down to the ring. Shane with Shane. Triple H tries to pedigree mankind, but mankind mankind backdrops him. Tri- rock gets in 
and it's a battle with all four men. Rock hits the people's elbow on Shane and Triple H. Mankind then hits his own elbow drop. Mankind runs up the ramp and wants to give the Rock a hug. Rock wants to know of it. Mankind asks the fans. So Rock shakes Mankind's hand and the crowd pops. He leaves. Rock comes back out, hugs Mankind with Triple H and Shane staring, watching at the ramp. Then we end the extra attitude with the uh, Triple H with the Tyler going, I'm the champ. Worth it. For anybody who thinks Red and Yellow Hulk Hogan is the douche- douchiest fan favorite ever, I present to you The Rock. <laughs> Mankind sucks. I, I, I honestly think... Let's take a leak. This guy sucks. <laughs> I, I, I think the extra attitude kind of hurts... Everything? Everything. Yes, it does. Triple H winning the title. You end end with him posing with Shane in China. That's it. Call it good. I don't even watch the extra attitude. It's all dumb. I'm of the belief. But they had to leave the crowd, leave the the arena happy. You were just going to say that. I knew. I'm of the belief. You don't always have to send the crowd and tell them happy. He's the number one heel in your business. They should hate him when they leave. Make him look strong. Instead of this. Again, the metric, it's all wrong. Uh, they're shocked Triple H isn't over at this point as a champ. He wasn't good enough to beat the actual champ. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even good enough to beat the crippled champ without the heel referee. And then as soon as the t- lights are off, the home crowd in the arena sees the Rock and Mankind just whip his ass. And, and, it, and it hurts it a little bit. It Sounds my- over to me. Yeah. I mean, fuck. I, it, to me, it just hurts the, the fact of... That's why he's the Why show assassin. it? Why show it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Sure, show it the next week or a week from now, like two weeks down. But don't show the your new champion get beat up right after the show. You know what I mean? Like, it just hurts it. Hmm. Let's move on. What was the better show? Raw. 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 Yeah, Raw. So let's see how the ratings did. So... Me thinks Raw won. Let's go to last week. WCW got a 3.3. The go-home show for WWF got a 6.6. WCW went down. 2.9. Oh, my God. They're below 3. Hold on. They hyped Hogan this thing. I I get that it's the night after SummerSlam, but they hyped Hogan versus Sting and the fact they're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And it went below three. Yep. It's a bad sign. Well, Raw and WWF went down too. 5.9. Damn. Where's the audience? I looked. There was nothing that night. Yeah. There was nothing. So a combined I, I no point, uh, a combined 1.1. I'm intrigued about the next week because did you see the promo about Raw and the yeah. special time? Yeah. On the East Coast, 11 mm-hmm. o'clock at night. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what the raw rating it's is. It's going to hurt. I mean, Pacific time, they're normal. But Eastern, that's a hit. What is it preempted for? U.S. Open tennis. Every year. That's why they left in the next yep. year. Yeah. Gotcha. At least it's not the dog show in February. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How <laughs> <laughs> about that? <laughs> Two point nine, man. That is not. Still beat him by three. That's bad. Still beat him by three. Two point. Jesus. So, 
what a what a weird night in this gobsmacked. I thought right. I thought three at least was the threshold. I was like, okay, they won't, they're gonna go below three. You guys are stunned. Let's find out when we go to the award show now. Let's start it off with uh, best match. <laughs> Taker man or uh, Triple H mankind. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Vampiro and Eddie. That was good. I'm going to agree Vampiro and Eddie because Triple H and Mankind was good, but everything about the ending rubbed me so much the wrong way that I'm not going to give it the, the win. I was, like, I was like the baseball swing to the rock. <laughs> uh, worst match. Show and Taker versus the Acolytes. There had to be something. Oh, no, Buff and Van. Damn me, cat. Yeah, I was like, there had to be something Buff on the right for cap, worse than yeah. that. <laughs> Buff in the cap. Uh, MVP. The game. Got his belt. It's not how he wanted it, but he has it anyways. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Let's game. Go there was H. nobody on Nitro. Then. No. Uh, I'll, I'll give it to Triple H so we can mark it down the on the list. But uh, my like other ones, I would say, would be commentary of from... Taker and Bear. Taker and Bear, uh, Paul Bear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Triple H gets it. Yeah, but Triple H does it. Uh, who is your motive? Lillian Garcia. God what the it. fuck, dude? Who hired her and put her on live TV like this? It's one thing to hire her, knowing she's never done it. But, like, you know, do a little bit of training. Do some simulated. Some house shows yeah, or something. Something. Who put her on live TV like this? So... I want to hear yours, Joe. I'm going to spoil my WWF because I literally wrote, who the fuck hired Lillian Garcia? <laughs> oh, my, my motives. Garcia what too. the fuck is this garbage? You have Tony fucking Chimmel. How can a control freak like Vince McMahon put that on live TV? She doesn't get better. That's essentially Lillian well, Garcia. I mean, she does get better than that. This was appallingly bad. She still sucks the entire time. She's never great. This is like JoJo. This is fucking bad. Uh, but you're right. Tony Chimmel, who just lost his job this past week. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, Vince. Right? Been there since fucking 91. You dick. Uh, is worlds better than this. Jesus Christ. It was so incredibly bad. Embarrassing. She would Embarrassing. stumble over the names. And now... No, fuck her. I'm not giving her credit. Fuck that shit. You were bad. I was almost going to give her an out. Fuck that. Be better. Yeah, not only... It's on her, too. Like, yeah, they shouldn't have put her on TV live, but you obviously weren't prepared for shit. Well, the thing is, like, they don't allow them to read cards. I know. That's bullshit. Um, Okay, you know that, though. So you have all day. Figure it the fuck out. Or, I don't know, memorize that shit before they walk out. Mm -hmm. You have the fucking thing with you. Yeah, just memorize it and go up there and do it. Asshole. Jesus Christ. If you could yep, sing. Garcia. So, uh, Corey, do you wow. have a WTF? Oh, wow. Uh, do you have a WTF? Yeah, the fact that Lily Garcia can sing, she can't. Um, <laughs> let's see. My WT, yeah, that 2.9 for for what might be one of the only three bankable matches you have that you can do. And you lost. And it gets a 2.9. Uh, there has to be. Bad. Panic when that comes out Tuesday, right? Has to be. I mean, they have to be 
Like, it, I don't... You know what? Hogan it, didn't work. What the fuck it do makes, we do? It makes something that happens a couple of weeks down the line a little more clear. Um, uh, that's... That, I mean... And not to mention, hey, you know what? Couple that. We, we forget it because we didn't have to watch it. They paid so much money to have Kiss on that show, and it dripped below three. So, not only was the rating bad, but they lost so much money on this episode of Nitro. I, uh, because the MGM is not cheap. Mm-mm. Especially then, it was the arena in the western United States. And uh, KISS is not cheap. cheap. This isn't Chad Brock. Like, I would love to know what Tuesday midday was like in that office. Panic. Sheer Fucking because panic. I guess what was your WTF before we keep going on this? No, go ahead. Uh, if you're Bischoff, who's I think still technically in charge still. He is. Yeah, he's still. What do you do? Hogan didn't work. You don't have a recourse. Yeah, especially him because he's always banked on Hogan. Um, when he got the job banking on Hogan, like, pure, I don't... Pa- pure panic, pure unadulterated panic. You've com- you've compromised Goldberg to where he's not the answer anymore. And Sting, as much as I love Sting, he's not the, he's answer. Not the answer. It's not Sting. Uh, and and you got Flair off TV. I was going to say you're refusing to put the one guy who has made a positive difference in your ratings. You're refusing to put him on TV. So and next week you literally go to the WWF's backyard. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. To a uh, historically dead arena. The trash fucking arena. It's not looking good. Uh, I was not expecting below three. No, that is shocking. Yep. Well, like I know at some point like, they they I mean they fucking nosedive, but but damn, not at the Vegas Nitro. That is a big show for them. No, nope. I did not see that coming. That's like a raw tanking an MSG show. Like that yeah. doesn't happen. That's like a big fucking show. I'm gobsmacked right now. Actually, I, yeah. Uh, I'll just pony with your uh, the two point nine being like. It's it's crazy that it's been a constant, sure, a 6.1, 5.8, you know, high fives, mid fives, mm-hmm. to a low three. But when you promote a week ahead uh, before, hey, Hogan, Hogan, Hogan versus Sting, the oh. biggest names in WSW. How about how fast they got to low threes? In January, yeah. there were low fours. Yeah. They're dropping. It's dropping. Every every four months, it's dropping a number to... But... Almost like current day, Raw. Yeah. Hey, more fans now. But, you know, they, it's just... I love that theory. They are dropping really hard in the ratings, and it's just like they're throwing... They're giving you main events. They're giving you matches that should be on pay-per-view. They're doing... Starcade all over again. However, it's the red and yellow this time. Yeah, that should have been. First of all, that's reason enough. That puts a whole new fresh coat of paint on Hogan versus Sting. Now you can do good guy Hogan. Should have been way bigger. Should have been a pay per view. I and I'll leave this WTF with one interesting factoid that happened around this time. WCW was a big fan of uh, surveys and like. What are those things called where you bring people in? And uh, focus groups. Focus, yeah, focus. Yeah, Bishop, Bishop talks about it a lot. Yeah. 
big fan of focus groups. And they did a focus group in between July and like September 99, right? About uh, what the WCW wrestling fan wants. Mm -hmm. And they found out through these multiple focus groups and multiple surveys that the WCW wrestling fan wants competitive athletic matches, sensible storylines wrapped around championship uh, quests, uh, personal vendettas. Um, they wanted all of that. They wanted wrestling. Yep. They said on those focus groups that they didn't want sports entertainment, ridiculous soap opera storylines, and the fast-paced rapid switches between baby face, heel, and title changes. Everything they've been giving them. Um, they tore up all of those because they they uh, decided they had asked the wrong people because they didn't like the answers they got because that's not what they were going to do. Whether they the point is the fans, your loyal fans, told you exactly what you what you wanted to hear. Here's what you want to give us. We will be loyal. We can get that other crap on the other channel. They do it better than you. Yeah. But we don't want to see it. Period. Yeah. Here's what we want. Basically, they wanted WCW. But they were so fucking desperate. They had to give them WWF light. They were so obsessed with being better than WWF instead of being different mm -hmm. than WWF, which is why they were winning in the first place. Yeah, different is what made them win. That, that, that feels like even though WWF went down that feels like they won by 10 points they might as well have. that feels so insurmountable at this point like there's like I know everybody didn't care I mean they were there to click a check but like for the few guys who cared about the ratings when you come into work on Tuesday you're like why the fuck am I here well it was the entire thing why am I killing myself for this Hogan cared I mean, it affected, Ooh, his, it affected yeah. his paycheck immediately. Yeah. Like, I mean, like... And, um... His whole thing was, I, I bring people to the TV, and now, like, somebody could be like... And he played, and he played he the political game smart enough to leave when things were going to be down in previous years yep. and come back when times were right. That fucking backfired this time. And this time, yeah. Damn. Sorry, brother. Uh, reality doesn't work for me, brother. I, because, uh, uh, like Joe, I... No, almost nothing that happens the next. I mean, going forward, I know spot like stuff, but not. I love that. I uh, I am so fucking curious what they do to me to the, try and fix this. The fact that you guys have no basis for anything that's going on f moving forward in WWE, like to me, is has become the most entertaining part of the of this war story. So, like for like, yeah, I I, I know bits and pieces <laughs> of what's going to happen. Like, I knew Kiss was on. Tonight, because I slightly remember the Kiss episode. But the thing is, I don't remember the main event. But yeah. I do remember Kiss was there. I was 12. I didn't give a fuck about Kiss then. I didn't give a fuck about him now. <laughs> I like, actively uh, didn't watch that fucking like, episode. I, uh, I remember Kiss <laughs> being there, but I don't remember the main event. Like, that's how... That's the thing. Look at that. Sting and Hogan. I don't remember that. But uh, Kiss... Yeah, I do. I'm a classic rock aficionado. Yeah, I just thought about something. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about Kiss. Uh, the demographic that would give a fuck about Kiss 
is the demographic that answered that survey, you fucking idiots. Yeah. You gave that demographic the wrong fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. WCW, everybody. So this brings an end to this weird uh, rating. War stories? War stories, yes, sir. You know. So this brings an end to this. Uh, You can follow, you can listen to our Review of SummerSlam that happened the day before this Monday night. You know that was an out-of-body experience. That's what they say. Upcoming, the midweek war stories. What? What? Yeah, you know, we all used to, we only used to watch Thunder. Yep. However, WWF's like, you know what? Remember that SmackDown we did a couple months ago? We're going to bring it back. We're doing the season premiere. On a channel, Joe. Uh, on I, a channel, a channel. You know, it was pretty much inevitable once Thunder started. Oh, for sure. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. You, you knew. They're like, you know what? We didn't let them have Saturday night. We do Shotgun Saturday night. Is that still around? No, they got rid of it uh, this week. Okay. Actually, when they moved to this schedule, uh, Shotguns canceled and replaced with Jacked yeah. or Metal, depending on what, what area of the in. country you're in. So. They brought SmackDown. So the midweek war stories would be the battle of Thunder and SmackDown. It's all the stuff you love about this show on Thursdays. In the midweek. In the midweek. In the midweek. So you can find all that at nosoentertainment.com. And you can listen to... I'm jacked about it. I'm metal about it. (laughs) I'm all all that heat. I can tell you that we were metal. Here. We were metal. In the uh, Eugene Springfield area. Uh, most of the country seemed to be metal. Jacked would be in a couple places, but of all, you know, I'm a tape trader, or the old way. You almost never see Jacked. It's always metal. Weird. I'm a heat guy. <laughs> Sunday Night Heat, still around. You can listen to all that at nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com. And you can listen to all of our podcasts at nosoentertainment.com and wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs>